Our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be? Brilliant? Gorgeous? Talented? Fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Marianne Williamson Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal. Clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal clear is my affirmation. Welcome back. Today I say welcome a little bit differently. Because usually it is in my heart to say thank you as much as I can. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following me on my journey. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you to all those that continue to listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I say thank you so much in my everyday life. I I feel like I didn't say thank you at all. So I might say thank you like twice because I say thank you so automatically that I don't realize I said thank you. But today is different. Today, there is a you're welcome in my spirit. So you're welcome. You're welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Now, I don't know who that's reaching, and I don't know how you are getting it. That's out of my control. It's just in my spirit to say, you are welcome. I don't know if to someone that means you're welcome to my friendship. You're welcome to my podcast. You're welcome to my life. You're welcome to the door. You're welcome out of my life. You're welcome to feel how you will. You're welcome to have a problem. You're welcome to find love. You're welcome to find something you enjoy here. You're welcome to hate it. You're welcome, even though you never said thank you. You're welcome for the inspiration I've given you. You're welcome for the and insight and ideas. You're welcome for the motivation to start your own show. You're welcome to be your true self. You're welcome to whatever you choose to believe. I just want to let you know you are welcome. All right, so now that that is out of the way, we can get into some other things, like what is going on with Crystal? All right, so 
when I took my break in Christmas, I wanted to be social on social media, but I also wanted to be free of social media, which, you know, was right around the time of my episode, I don't want to see it. That was literally me, literally me saying I didn't want to see social media. (laughs) You know, I didn't want to see what was going on with anybody else. I did not care. I have a way of, you know, um, doing my thing to a point to where anybody else's doing can be distracting. I feel like this is common in creatives. Like you just, you want your inspiration to be pure. You want the direct connection and inspiration to be something that is fed into you and not something that you're regurgitating. So a lot of times, not out of spite, not out of ugliness, not out of jealousy. I just don't want to see what anyone else is doing because I want to make sure my inspiration is pure. So I kind of did this thing on Instagram and Twitter to where I don't get alerts. So if I happen to look at my Instagram, I happen to look at my Instagram. If I happen to look at my Twitter, well, I let people at me and I'll see that. But anything else, that's it. I'm only going to see the ads. That is all on Instagram. I don't get any type of alert whatsoever. And on Facebook, Lord, child, please. Okay? I don't have Messenger. (laughs) Um, I don't get any alerts for that. I just have to remember I have a Facebook app. I have to remember I have a Facebook. And um, thanks to Raining Opinion Podcast Group, go follow it. Go join it. Um, I'll have to be a little bit more alert and aware of Facebook. But either way. I have not changed that since December of 2018 when I took my break. So I'm real rusty. I'm real rusty. Like people might comment, people might say stuff. I don't see it for a few days. And then I always beat myself up. I'm like, you shady McGrady. How come you ain't respond to that person? I'm like, I ain't see it. You know, I just didn't see it. And, you know, I try to respond and, you know, say, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't see this or whatever. But there is this thing that you experience where you feel like, what do they think of me because of this slow response? Like, what do people think because of the slow response? Like, where does where does their mind go in concerns of you? Do they automatically say, oh, is something wrong? Oh, does she not like me? Oh, is she too good for me? Oh, what's up with her? You know, like, what? where does the mind go, right? And I know if someone was to ask me, um, depending on the person, I might not just be extremely forthcoming and say, oh, girl, I thought you was, you know, shading me. You know, I might say, oh, I figured you are busy. You know, because <laughs> logically, you understand that people have more going on than just responding to Instagram and Twitter and whatever, what have you, right? You know that. But at the same time, your initial brain, your initial thought says something negative. Maybe that's not for everybody, but I know I experienced that a time or two, right? So I just I just wonder. I just find myself wondering about that because I still have my settings set the same way. I feel like it's the perfect balance to, you know, be engaged with life and podcasts without being engulfed with either or. 
if that made sense, right? So it's my perfect balance. So if you are someone who follows me on Instagram, uh, you're commenting a lot or whatever, I'm just going to say I'm sorry in advance uh, to not get into you as soon as possible. And, you know, it's all love. And, you know, it's mostly just love. <laughs> and that's really it. As far as Twitter, I believe I've said before here, there's a rare occasion when I am live tweeting. I have to be at home with nothing else to do. Um, I would love to, you know, live tweet uh, when I'm listening to podcasts. It's just like really, really crazy. I, I'm not that good at multitasking, just to be honest. Like I have a hard time seriously function at, functioning at work and functioning for my podcast. Like I kind of have to do one or the other. I kind of have to be present at work to do great at my job. And I feel like I kind of have to be present on my podcast to be great on my podcast. Like, I can't do both. I can't straddle the fence of work and podcasting. I have to do one or the other. Um, Of course, I can multitask at work to the best of my ability. Sometimes at work, it's not. It's even hard. Like, don't ask me to take notes and then be, you know, answering questions. Like, I, listen, you want me to seriously take this note? And, and get every detail that you're saying down or do you want me to be bouncing around because if you want me to bounce around I can't do it all you understand so you know I I I, I have my strengths and weaknesses and multitasking is probably one of my weaknesses as well as promoting my podcast right so I've gotten to this thing where when I'm on other shows I say something like you know if you stumble across crystal clear welcome Welcome on in. You know, we love to have you or whatever, because honestly, I really want this to be something you find and not something that's forced upon you. Now, I know that's in direct conflict with being successful and getting your name out there and, you know, hustling, being on your grind, being serious about what you are doing. I get it. I get it. But... The meat and the potatoes of the show is here to be presented. I do not limit what my show can do based on my personal limitations of what I can physically do. I'm going to say that again. I do not limit my show and the possibilities of what it can do based upon my limitations on what I can physically do. Do you hear me? What I say. Shout out to whoever says that in a gospel song. (laughs) I I remembered her a minute ago. I don't know her now. Do you hear me what I say? Do you hear me what I say? In English, do you hear what I said? Okay, my physical limits have nothing to do with the possibilities of my podcast. I'm saying that to myself. I'm saying that to the universe. I'm saying that to someone who needs to hear it. What you can physically do will not limit your product. 
I know you want to do whatever is possible to support yourself and what you're doing because you would love for this to change your life and the way you deal in the world and the way you work. You would love to do it only. You would love for it to financially free you from any other obligations. You would love it too. And it just may, right? But somebody refuses to believe that they're doing enough. Someone refuses to believe that. And I feel like in the podcast community, we're all in this, you know, speaking into the existence, you know, you know, what you believe is what you'll receive and things, you know, like that. But we have these limited beliefs that there's something we are not doing or will not do or cannot do that is going to stop us from getting where we want to be. So here I am speaking for me and hopefully somebody else. What you want from your podcast, what you can, what you believe it can do, what you feel it is doing is not limited by what you actually do. It's limited by what you believe. Everything takes time. Everything. Everything. You know how long it took you to get to this point? Think about it. Everything takes time. So allow the time it takes. Enjoy the journey. You have no clue. You don't know what God is doing. You don't know. You don't know. We would like to know. We like to act like we know. But the truth is, we just do not. If you can, do it. Do whatever you can. If you have the means, do it. All I'm saying is, don't beat yourself up and don't take yourself out of the game because you cannot. This is not me knocking someone else's hustle. Absolutely not. But if you feel that way, I'm not in control. You are welcome to believe what you do. But I'm just telling those of us, like me, who cannot. That it does not limit what your show can do, where your show is going, and where it may take you. All right, let's move on. So the other day, I was making an observation about myself. I realized that, you know, a lot of things have changed about me. Like, when I say grown, or when I say I am grown. There was a time in my life that every time I said I was grown, every time I said I was grown, it was like a statement of rebellion. Like, you can't tell me to do nothing. I'm grown, right? 
But now when I say I'm grown, it's like an excuse. Like, no, I ain't going to no club. I'm grown. <laughs> you know? Like, no, I'm not going to be out all night drinking. I'm grown. Right? So that's funny to me. Like, dang, how did the statement of rebellion become an excuse to be responsible? Like, how and when did that happen? But it's, I accept it. I accept it. I enjoy being an adult. That's new, too. Also, did y'all notice that nobody's safe because candy is trying to be relevant out here, trying to stay relevant in these streets? Candy. Do y'all see all these ridiculous flavors they're coming out with? Like, candy don't know if it wants to be sweet and spicy or both. Like, what, what, what's going on? What's, what's going on? Like, why did I eat a jalapeno M&M? Why am I eating jalapeno Starburst? Like, what? It, what? What? I, what's happening, y'all? We ain't safe. If if the tried and true candy like M and M's and Starburst can't just be, we're doomed. We are doomed. <laughs> I just I was just thinking about that the other day and had to speak to it. Like, what what else is like fighting for relevancy? Did you notice? Like, get in the comments. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, so today when I tried to pull from the do-it-yourself therapy table topics cards, I couldn't go with just one. So I picked up four questions, and I'm going to pick one or two to elaborate on, and that will be it, guys. So should I do what did you do that drove your parents crazy? That's question one. Then there's, what's your biggest daily struggle? That's question two. What book shaped your view of the world? (laughs) That's question three. And the question I feel like I'm probably going to expound on is question four. Are you a better leader or follower? Now, I think this is a great question. Shoot, I might ask this question when I do, you know, my next collab with someone else on my show. I just might leave this question out and ask everyone because I feel like I want to hear everyone's response to this question. Are you a better leader or follower? So I think I'm just going to answer this one question today and I'm going to put those other questions on the top of the deck so I get to them next time. I'm going to say I am a better leader because I am not afraid to be a follower. What that means to me, or what I feel like I just said, is um, I feel like leaders today take themselves a wee bit too seriously which means like they what I've experienced is leaders tend to uh say things and just because they said it sometimes they have to you know be stuck there in that statement which means even if they think differently or feel it differently 
they are going to, you know, kind of stay there because that's what they said. And there's some rule in somebody's leader handbook that says, if you say it, mean it, stick to it, live by it, do it. Right. And for me, I feel like a great leader understands what's necessary. So while today something makes perfect sense and and I would encourage people to do things a certain way, right? But that very same thing tomorrow just may not work. And while I don't disagree with the statement, for this particular situation, I cannot back it, right? And in the same vein, if I understand I have a weakness, I'm not going to frown upon someone else who can also lead because they have a strength in a particular area. I feel like a good leader knows when their leadership is necessary. And I think a great leader understands when leadership includes fellowship and also following someone else when it's necessary. Sometimes you have to change your course. Sometimes you have to remap it. Sometimes you have to go back and adjust your view on things you were certain about before. Sometimes you can't be afraid to be wrong. Sometimes you got to stay open and have an open mind and an open heart to learn and relearn and unlearn. I think too many people are preoccupied with the leader being that of a kindergarten mindset, the first person. And the first person is the fastest person, the strongest person, the best, right? But in reality, a leader is an example. Someone who can't be afraid to follow so they can be a just leader. All right, we have reached the end of the show, and I am here to tell you, do not neglect your dream. Stop denying your truth. My intentions are set to uplift someone, some way, somehow. Have an awesome week. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye.